Hey, this is Danny McKinley, creator of Excavate and many other games, and you are listening to The Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. All right, uh, so you're in essentially uh, the burned out hull or husk of uh, one of the macro batteries. Um, there are, of course, corp charred corpses around. Um, everything is just anything that wasn't tied down or like secured bolted piece of the actual ship is fucking thrown around everywhere. Um, it's fairly obscured. There is quite a bit of smoke. I would say, even though you, if you do have rebreathers, you'd be fine breathing, but seeing is another story unless you had some kind of equipment for that, which you did not. So, uh, you did not say that. So, uh, it's definitely your eyes kind of watering, hard to see it's hot like not just jungle hot i mean it's still definitely warm beyond um from things that are still uh clearly either on fire or smoldering so you have if you spent a great deal of time here you might start running into endurance issues or toughness problems but you should be able to work your way through from what you can gather the ship's main power is not online. Um, there are only emergency backup power lights. So like the red kind of mm-hmm. dim lights are the only thing currently active uh, that you can tell. Um, doors it's are not first. working automatically. They are all basically unlatched. So you pull like push them open, pour them apart. Yeah, you have to, they're basically like either partially ajar, there's like a handle, you basically can slide them. So yeah, you're in the macro battery bay, you have a decent idea which direction in general things are. Where would you like, (laughs) what would you like to do now that you're inside? So he like struggles to get like out of the harness, fucking throws it. He like, you know, kind of kicks at it on the ground. He's like, all right, uh, I just imagine it swinging back on the rope and then swinging back and hitting you in the (laughs) (laughs) It It swings past me and I just, and I don't see it because it comes behind me. (laughs) Um, So I'm like, all right, we got to get topside. If you see anything you like, feel free to take it as Harstack will no longer need it. Uh, I know, uh, Kane, you were in the market for some new weaponry, so maybe you'll find something that you could put to a good use here. Always good to improve the arsenal. Mm-hmm. If, if anybody finds any data slates, can you please point them out to me? See, he looks down. There's one that's like fried and burnt and cracked, and he just kind of like <laughs> grinds it into the deck, and he's like, I don't think this one works any longer. I think I'll pass on that one, sir. All right. Well, everybody uh, stay frosty, and uh, let's see what we can find. All right. Uh, yeah, are you? You're headed toward bridge, or not? As, I don't know where you're heading. So I, don't I know think as directly a line as possible, right? I mean, we're presuming mm-hmm. that he's going to have it on him, or 
relatively close to his person, I would assume, I would assume that the captain's quarters would be in relative proximity to the bridge in case shit hits the fan. He wants to be on the bridge right away. I know I would. Uh, so I'm going to assume that he's the, you know, of a similar mindset. So we are going to, you know, if, if up is North, we're essentially heading North, you know, if it needs to be by a more circuitous mm-hmm. route, just because of crushed bulkheads and, you know, that sort of thing, we'll, we'll make our way there as quickly as possible. Yeah. Does anyone yeah, have so like basically portable oh, augury auger sensor scanner thing by any chance? Nope. We didn't yeah. say we brought anything, so just checking. Um, I have a sensor and incense. <laughs> I mean, would we have like a handheld like you know scanner on the? I mean, presumably we have like some sort of a scanner on the ship, right? Yeah, but unless someone's trying to use it and has one, because I think that's an actual thing you can buy. Yeah. So, like the portable augury deal, like to scan. There are like personal scanners. I was just checking because like that, you know. Nobody said they brought it and we didn't say we had one on the ship. So yeah, if we don't, that's exactly. fine, completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say you don't. Uh, I'm going to say navigation doesn't really work. I feel like there's a better skill for this on like actually going the right way. Um, survival? Uh, survival or tracking I would say are probably or I'll, I don't know, no one's trained in scrutiny. I'd say you could maybe do scrutiny. Navigation is tougher to justify. Um, yeah, I would say have a charm. Survival or tracking to at least know you're not getting turned around, right? Mm-hmm. Like the hallways aren't necessarily, I mean, it's somewhat well constructed, but right. There's like shit that's been done for this over fucking millennia. So mm-hmm. it's not always a straight path and it would be very easy to get turned around. So the question is how well do you proceed toward your intended goal? Well, I think anybody other than me would be good at a survival check because I am rolling at a negative two. <laughs> what? what? Oh, because it's in based. <laughs> I have a 25 and then I'm not trained in it. So I'd roll half. So that's 12. Oh, actually negative three. And then I take a negative 10 to survival tests. And I have a negative five to intelligence tests that are outside of a proper hab. Wow. <laughs> So I'd be taking a negative. Like a, you just literally walk in a circle of rooms. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I don't know where should be by now. <laughs> so mine would be 22. Should I, which. So my, mine's 45 and I have it basic, not trained. So that would be what, 22? Yeah, I'd be yeah. rolling at a 20. I mean, I guess we could both make the roll. Yeah. I'd be rolling against a five. So probably not me. <laughs> Come on, dice. I find the survival experts. Twenty-six, so fail. Ninety-two. <laughs> oh my god. What about like an awareness check to like be aware? Yeah, of look for signs. Uh, yeah, you can give me. Well, looking for signs to be scrutiny. Awareness is if you just happened upon something. Uh, okay, yeah. So why you guys are going? You, you're somewhat making you're pretty sure you're making your way 
toward the bridge. You're going up in some cases. Um, the captain and your void master are, are, are arguing a bit over which way it is. No, we should be going this way. No, it should be that way. No, that's north. No, oh, but that's east. Um, give me an awareness check. Either than other than those two. Oh, other than those three. Sure. Oh, All right. Son of a I'll, bitch. Uh, I got it. Um, I got an eleven out of forty. Nice. You're definitely not going the right way. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel like we're kind of going in circles, or we're like, we're heading. You feel like it's getting warmer. So, and smokier. So you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think this is wrong. We're actually probably going more toward the wrecked part versus the still intact rest of the ship. So you inform the captain of such, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'll just kind of step in front of them and kind of put my hand up. We're going the wrong way. We're going towards the broken part of the ship we need to go towards the non-broken part of the ship since you know the bridge was intact when we start from the outside so we should uh, probably change direction a little bit clearly we're moving towards the bridge I mean why would why would you think otherwise because it's getting warmer and smokier so he like takes a look around puts his hand on the on the fucking on the wall Looks back at Jarnan. All right. Uh, Are you really going to question me when it comes to smoke and fire and warm? It's probably true. All right. Take the point. We'll uh, we'll follow you. Okay. All right. Jarnan starts leading them pretty well through the uh, through the sort of maze, cavernous halls of the ship. Um, it's definitely getting it's getting less warm. Um, it's not quite as smoky, so you, you figure you're going more in the right direction. Um, you, you do notice, you know, some similar features that might suggest uh, going toward the bridge. You start getting into night, like the area, the, you know, the hallways aren't quite as horrifically dingy, um, which generally means you're going more toward command side. Everyone give me an awareness test. Ooh, I think I finally made something. Uh, perception. Fuck me, I didn't. 48 out of 32. Okay. 28. No, fail. Uh, 30 out of 40. So, another mm-hmm. success. 30 out of 13. I'm like a thermal shepherd. <laughs> Footsteps? They're not... It doesn't sound like they're standing. It's not like someone walking with a purpose. You hear more um, kind of shuffled footsteps um, or then like sometimes more running, um, sort of echoing through the halls. I'm going to pull out my flamethrower, make sure the the primer's lit, and look over at the captain. You told me to warn you the next time. Well, warning. There's somebody near us. All right. Oh, maybe they can uh, Maybe they can be so kind as to show us where the bridge is. Works for me. Let's see if we can find them first. 
All right, the footsteps are toward what you would imagine to be bridge side. Are you going toward them still? Are you trying to go specifically toward the footsteps or still toward the bridge? They're sort of in the same direction, but are you trying to directly seek those people out or whatever they are? People, not people. Um, I would say directly trying to seek out the footsteps. Okay. Um, you start moving toward the footsteps. Um, you're going through the hallways and you definitely are hearing kind of louder thumping footsteps. Presumably you're not sneaking, so you open I, actually, yeah. I don't know how to sneak. No, no one said they were stealthy, so, or move silently. Um, you're pretty loud moving through. Uh, you slide open a door into what looks to be uh, like a, a dining hall that's not for, clearly for higher members of the crew, um, it's not like gruel and, you know, it actually has like fairly decent uh, uh, decor. It looks like it's decently uh, decorated. Uh, inside that room, though, um, as you enter, there is a hissing growl as you see a... Well, it looks kind of like men, uh, humans, but they are, they look like they have elongated limbs and definitely their fingers more turn into, they look more like claws, um, long spindly fingers. Um, They look fairly large um not large and like not like a large size creature but they're they're somewhat intimidating um and it looks like they have almost extended jaws like they hang open unnaturally long uh with fangs and give me a we're not going to do fear although i don't Corruption is also willpower, I believe. Am I right on that? I don't remember. Let me double check. Well, wouldn't corruption, though, be more like taint of the warp kind of thing? Yep. Oh, okay. So that's really bad then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So not werewolves. That is indeed what you do. Yeah, it's willpower. It's a willpower test. Yeah. (laughs) They, they like slowly move their heads towards you and their mouths open even larger and it's like, <sighs> and then, you know, we're going to roll initiative. Um, Did they do it in unison? So they're like, there's two or three of them and they all slowly turn at the same time. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you roll the willpower or the Will. um, initiative. Roll willpower. I fucking passed one! Holy shit! (laughs) I rolled a 12 out of uh, 30. So, with a degree, no less. Holy cow. Kane got a a 95 out of 25. (laughs) I don't feel so. I got 81 then. I don't feel so bad then. Uh, I am immune to demonic presence. 
effects? Would that okay. would this be one of those? <laughs> yeah, by sort of proxy. So yes, if you're immune to warp demon corruption, then yes. Cool. So, so Jordan he, looks at me, and I look at him, and we're just like, "Yep," kind of like nod, like here we go. Uh, the other two are gonna get uh, three corruption points. As Sweet. you see these creatures, and I don't know, it just taints your soul. And then we're gonna roll initiative. Ooh, that's not terrible. Uh, it's a d10 plus your agility bonus, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. All right, I got a 10. I got a 13. Uh, Kane got a 15. You guys. Oh, thank goodness. I didn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, I got a eight. You got a 15? 15. Ennis was 13. Is that right? 13. Jarnan, eight. What did you get? Uh, 10. 10. Benari. 10. Let's see what they get. What is their agility bonus? 40. Yeah. They roll like 37. <laughs> 11 teen. Uh, <laughs> they have an additional bonus. Eh, they don't have an insane bonus. Okay, yeah. They don't have a crazy bonus. They don't have like exceptional traits, so there's that going for you. Oof. Apparently they saw you, but they were not ready. <laughs> uh, they thought the head turn was going to be really cool and it just caused them to like, lose a whole step yeah they're like well maybe we should have attacked instead of trying to intimidate them with our creepiness they got a five so oh. that's going to be Cain uh, first there are four of them um, the room has two entrances uh, other than you came through one entrance, there's an entrance across from you, directly across from you, and one on the right. Um, there's three of them kind of at that far end, and one that's um, kind of by the other door. So one is closer than the other two, but they're basically, you know, mm -hmm. it's a uh, probably a, not more than 10 meters, it's pretty big. Let's say it's a 20 meter room. It's giant. It's a giant dining hall, but I mean, there's still a ton of officers and shit, so it's large. Mm -hmm. Probably at twenty by ten. Okay, so it would take quite a distance to actually get to one of them. Um, what is your movements? Be uh, my full move is ten meters. So okay, so yeah. Um, and I could run, and that's thirty meters. Yeah, so one one is about ten meters away. Okay. Um, that's the one closest. The other, t the other three are, are at the other end. So they're about 20 meters away. Yeah. Right. It's a huge fucking room. Um, there's table right. kind of set up. So there is some, you could theoretically have some cover. There's basically four giant banquet tables with chairs, um, lining the sides. Uh, let's see. And I'll say, yeah, the side door is like a double door very like a much larger door theoretically like of a service kind of entrance versus the other side 
All right. Um, so yeah, what uh, Kane will do then is I'll run up the five meters and I'll basically try to put myself in between the closest crewmen and um, and the rest of the group. So like putting myself basically in between them. Okay. Um, and then I will take my pistol out and take a shot the closest one of the group of three on the other side of the room. Okay. So I'm going to leave the one closest to us alone for now and just go after the far one. Okay. Um, and what's, uh, yeah, the pistol that should still be. Yeah. I have a 30 meter range on that. Thing. Okay. Yeah. It should be close range. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bold cotton strategy. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah. All right. Uh, that will be. Da, 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 da. Oh, son of a bitch. A 90 out of 50. That's not a jam. 90 though. against 50. It's not a jam, but you, uh, yeah, you fire, you know, you move through. Um, they're moving pretty quick, though. So you fire yeah. and it, it's, it's over the head. It's more of a warning shot. Like, stay over there. Uh, then right, it would, that's it for me. Anis. Okay, so I'm going to pull out my hand cannon and I'll, I'll aim for one of the far ones also. Range is 35 meters, so it should be good. Yeah. That is a 79. No, fail. Man. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> These guys are fast. They're you know? horrible. They're, 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 you know? they're warning shots. We're scaring them away. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. All right. You're keeping them back for me. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys set me up. So, so the closer one, so Kane runs up, shoots and misses, you know, Ennis shoots, you know, plasma fucking splatters off the wall. He fucking looks back over to the closer one, points his chainsaw and says, Hey, ugly, let's dance. And fucking, he doesn't run, doesn't run like mechanically run, but moves up to that one and fucking takes a big slash at it. All right. Hopefully. Well, he's going to slash either way. Uh, let's see. 59 is not going to cut it out of 45. Fuck me. They may look kind – of, they're spindly, but they're fast. I oh, I don't know if I want to spend a fade point. I'm going to spend a fade point. Fuck it. I'm going to reroll it. All right. Oh six, fuck yeah! So he runs in and he and he starts to fucking swing and it like jerks and he comes back around like backwards and fucking slashes it. All right, and what is the hit location for that? Oh, uh, sixty. Hold on, I have that chart. Uh, so sixty would be, be body. body. Yeah, All right. yeah. You come across uh, and just like straight across the chest. Nice. And what is the damage on that, including any separate penetration? Let's see. It's five plus eight is going to be 13, and it's pen five. 13, pen five. Damn, that's pretty, that's pretty badass. All right. Let's see what they got. Uh, you do. So when you slash, you feel some resistance. Seems like it's almost like their chest has some kind of extra bony kind of protrusion. Okay. Um, but, man, apparently I might be fucking going on the wrong... I, I, I may be going down Tad's route because that might... She so had pen five? Yes. Yeah, you fucking... You cut 
straight through that bone and it fucking crumbles. So he's he's like anime anime style. So he's like crouched down, the fucking swords up, and he just looks back. He's like, they're kind of crunchy, and it whoosh, pulls the sword back out. <laughs> yeah, its guts are fucking on the floor. Nice, fucking chain swords, <laughs> power swords, <laughs> or power. Oh, never mind. That's why <laughs> power swords are fucking kill everything. Uh, and then it is, I believe, Jarnan. All right. Um, how many are left now? Then uh, there's still three completely unharmed. All right. <clears throat> in a Considering group. Uh, Kane is like just barely in front of me, is there a way that I can position myself so that a twenty meter long, thirty degree cone will hit the three of them? Out hitting my rogue trader. 20 men in front of me. Like, that's the well, entire I the, distance of the, the one was all the way on the other side, though, right? Like, the it, one was on the right hand side, and the three were like across the room. Right? That was my understanding. Away, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you could probably dial it back to not be the full 20 meters. <laughs> yeah, I could I like see. aim it down at the floor a little bit. To, Next to your rogue trader, because that's about 10 meters in, so you have about 10 meters to cover. So, yes. All right. So, I'm going to kind of like step up next to Kane and just kind of give him this look like you suck and like <laughs> pull up my flamethrower and just kind of point it at such an angle that I don't hit any of my teammates, but I kind of like engulf the rest of the room that those the three guys are standing in. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be an agility test uh, by them. Okay. And I love how that's an agility test, because I'm like, how the fuck do you agility out of that? But <laughs> It's like a dex check. I mean, you're like... Yeah, I know, but it's like, how do you dex out of a giant wall of flame? <laughs> but we're going to try it. Yeah, it's um, a... Yeah, it's just a straight agility test. Let me see those three guys. Okay. One of them just screams at you as you're doing it. The other two, as soon as you point it toward them, basically like jump and kind of scratch and run skittering up the wall to avoid the flame. Jesus. All right. They roll well. All right, so I take it I hit one of them. Hit one. All right, he's going to take 12 energy damage and two penetration. Okay. Uh, You melt him. Barely. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of bubble, and then it, like, gets a little more upset as it basically collapses down. Um, It's not making it after that, though. All right, the other two. One of them screams and leaps toward Jarnan, and it is going to just fucking swipe at you with its uh, claws. And uh, I keep forgetting there's like a billion ways for you guys to miss this shit too, but oof. 
That is going to be a 12 out of 42. That's three degrees of success. Oh. I would like to dodge this. Yeah, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Um, oh, okay. Uh, 20 out of 40. So, okay. yeah. Oh, you duck just in time. <laughs> before it fucking went right for your throat. Um, <laughs> really glad I took dodge. Dodge is helpful, man, because that would have been hurtful. Because mm-hmm. they also get a, uh, they have a natural strength, so they get an extra extra degree of success. <laughs> so oh, um, the other one is attracted by that chainsword, uh, and the other closest, other closest person. So it jumps down and... St- they kind of like skitter run, but then also are like hopping and using all of their hands, uh, or like their hands and feet to run. And it's going to attack uh, Venari, and it's going to swing and miss. Nice. It expected then, him to stand up, and he's still holding that cool anime pose. <laughs> <laughs> then it's going to be back to the top to Kane. All right, so um, I'm a, I'm I'm going to leave uh, Jarnan alone. Uh, I think he can deal one-on-one with the guy that he's he's got. Um, plus, my road trade is more important. So I am going to charge at the uh, the whatever the fuck we are dealing with right now. Um, I'm going to charge the one that is now uh, straight up in the face of my road trader. All right. I, I yell at you and give you a bonus. I'm like... Um... Go for you know go go for the legs because the, the chest is crunching. Like go for the legs. <laughs> All right. Um. So what you're giving me a plus ten? Yes. All right. Now I get a plus ten from the charge. And you also get a plus ten because melee attacks against a foe who is outnumbered two to one since we're both engaged. All right. Yeah. Uh. All right. So I rolled a four against eighty. <laughs> Nice. What? <laughs> yeah. I think that's still body though. Uh, and, uh that's no that's five damage yeah. pen two. Son of a bitch. No, eighty so that would be oh eight, right? Well no, he rolled no, an 04. 40. Yeah, 40. Right, 40. My fault, sorry. Yeah. All right. I did I did not look at their skills close enough. They do have dodge, so he's gonna try to dodge that. Um I swear to God. Son of a bitch. Masterful roll. Let's see if he can dodge it. Um, He does. Oh, my God. Uh, It, like, fucking jumps and skitters up the walls. You swing towards the legs. Yeah. Yeah, they have a plus 10 dodge, so they're pretty fast. Um, I'm like, that's my bad. Then then it's the Ennis. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to take the give him benefit is, is is you guys so you know so i'm gonna take the hand cannon and point it at the one that just dodged away and that is 41 out of 45 so that's a hit all right and this is i think it's one always defense. dodge right it's not like one per round i didn't think. uh i think it is i think you only get yeah, one reaction one. per oh that's right it's a reaction yeah okay I set him up for you. Thank you. This is teamwork. (laughs) 
This is so eight total, two pen. Okay. Blam. Uh, you hit him. It screams at you, but it's not dead. All right. Uh, is it close enough that I can hit it with the sword, or is it like scooter like up the wall? Uh, I mean, it's kind of it, it's in range. I mean, mechanically, yes, dodge doesn't get you out of out of range. So yeah, you'd you'd still be able to hit it. All right, sweet. So uh, I will take a swing at it then. Oh shit! Oh three! Fuck yes, I am good at something. <laughs> <laughs> this die is amazing. <laughs> All right, so that'll be oh three out of forty five. All right. So that is going to be 12 points of damage, pen five. Uh, Are you counting the plus 10 because he's also within range of myself? Yeah. Oh, all right. So that would be five degrees of success then. Although I don't think it matters for melee so much. Yeah. Or does it affect the dodge or some shit like that? I forget. I think it does have some kind of weird. Because uh, it doesn't add damage, right? Like the or like number so. of hits. Um, let me. It's number check. of hits if it's a uh, multi, isn't it? If you're shooting, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me double check just to make sure. We need the elevator music right now. No. Cable guy, man. I, awesome I think it's probably dead, right? I don't think it really matters it, at this it point. Does. But... Yeah, it, it's not a. Yeah, it's it's dead. Um. Oh. Uh, the attacker may choose to replace the result on a single damage dice with the number of degrees of success for the attack roll. Uh, so if you want, like, right, if you rolled a two, but you had five degrees of success, you could take the five. You want to take the five. Yeah, um, yeah so, so I, I could do that. That's now. for melee, yes. So. so it would be 13 instead of 12. Oh, well... Because <laughs> I had five degrees more of dead. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking slice him to pieces. Nice. This is how this game worked. Uh, <laughs> Darnin. I, I feel like it's either like I kill you or you kill everything with no damage. It's the only way. Well, it's power sword, though, right? I mean, there's there's that aspect yeah. to it. Yeah. I need to get me one of those. Yeah, we'll see on the next one. We'll see on the <laughs> next Big bad when you see him. Show you guys. <laughs> well, I'm a little excited. Can I just break out Janna and Hellgun the motherfucker to death? <laughs> Speaking of sending somebody to hell, uh, so there's a guy standing like right in front of me right now, right? Yeah. I'm going to take like a half step back and just okay. blast him in the face, basically, with my flamethrower. He's okay. right there. All right. So it's an agility test by him. Okay. Yeah, I guess he doesn't get a dodge because it is an agility test. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why my ballistic skill is zero. Oh, you got, <laughs> you're, you're not going to like it. He does dodge it. He <sighs> made it 40 out of 44. <laughs> That's fucking good. Well, this thing does not like your flames. Well, 
Son of a bitch. Stupid, quick lizard things. Uh, okay, I guess that is the end of your turn, so it's gonna... Let's go again. It's gonna fucking hiss and try to take another swing. Let me double check that I got its attack correct. Doesn't matter, you're probably gonna dodge it anyway if he does hit, so... <laughs> 42... Oh, he hits. No degrees of success. See if you dodge. Uh, 15 out of 40. Swing and a miss. He doesn't make it. Back to uh, Kane. Alright, so I see that uh, Jarnan's having a little bit of trouble with the guy in front of him. So I'm going to kind of turn back uh, Betsy, my bolter, in my hand and just kind of look a little bit over my shoulder and take a fire over at this guy. Uh, so that's going to be um, a 43 against a 45. Ooh. All right. Let's, let's see if you he can just fuck with you by being the only one to dodge. Oh. He does dodge. What? He just Son dodged, didn't he? He, he, just dodged, so he, he did just dodge, so you hit. I forgot. He yeah. actually same one that got attacked. You did not. You did hit him. Did yeah. he dodge? And that is... Good catch, John. He, yeah, he dodged your... Um... Yeah, he dodged a flamethrower. Wait a minute, though. Oh, the no, no. He, he's the bottom of the oh, round. No, bottom of the round. Yep, yep, yep. But wait a minute. The flamethrower also isn't a dodge action. Everyone no, must make... an agility check. Yeah, so he exactly. does dodge. Yeah, it's an agility check, not a dodge. So he does dodge. And I rolled 15 damage on that, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that would have done him in. Yeah. My bad. <sighs> Coach I mean, fucked it up. Ultimate fucking kill stealer. <laughs> okay, so is he, <sighs> is he close enough to me for melee, or? Uh, you could move up to him, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move up to him and do melee. That is 22 out of 40. Yeah. And he doesn't have a dodge. Okay, Christ. damage is... So, 8 pen 2 damage. Rending. All right. Does rending destroy a point of armor? Uh, it does something. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> no, it's just, there. just put it on it. Rending. It does nothing. <laughs> Uh, I actually found a thing to like pull that should pull up that. It, it's not under properties. You actually have to go and find a weapon that has it. Really? It's really? Mono sword. Yeah. It's pretty basic, so I don't know. Under weapons upgrade. I found a thing that has like all of the things that. Yeah. Happen. I have a 40krpgtools.com. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I'm using. Yeah. Why do I not see anything with the actual rending? Oh, that's damage type. So yeah. it's just a damage type. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's why. Okay. Hmm. Tearing, yeah, so is tearing is the one that can yeah. shred through. That's extra. what my bolt. Yeah. Well, no, the uh, tearing just you roll twice and take the higher damage roll. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you, you slash him pretty good but he ain't dead he hisses all right so he he turns around and he looks over at jarn and he says are you having trouble brother 
You said you wanted to keep one alive. Well, I presume we were dealing with people. <laughs> he holds his action. He holds his action. He lets Jaron and deal with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's dancing in front of Jaron a little bit. Like, come on. It's doing the thriller dance. Yeah. Although I guess it's out of dodges, so it's pro- although it's an ag- it's an agility check, not a dodge, so he's gonna flame it. All right. Well, I'm gonna look over at you and go. Well, do you want to keep one alive, or should I burn him? With the emperor's blessing, turn him to ash. All right. <laughs> just right there, just flaming him. All right. God, if he moves, Johnny Storm that motherfucker. Good luck to him. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be really pissed. This D and D roll was worse than Tondi's. That was a one. Oh, he like Superman leaps. He just oh. jumps straight up in the air and hangs for a second, Matrix style. Does it and land closer? Under a Forty. Does, does it land closer to me? Because I will fucking slash at it as it lands since I held my action. If not, I I don't. But. Uh, it doesn't land any closer to you, no. You'd have to run up to it still. Or walk up to it. Move up to it. Could could I still move then? Or is that... Uh, I, I don't know how that works in... in... Uh, you didn't take your turn at all, so it's not like you held... Like, you didn't move and then hold an action, so you would just basically delay your turn. Okay. So, yeah, I would say you just delayed your turn. Okay, so I, so as it lands, I just kind of give um, I give Jaron in the side eye, and I'll take like a couple of quick steps over to it and take a swing at it. Yeah, nineteen. Bam. So that would be uh, two degrees. So that'll be oh fucking roll to ten. <laughs> so that'll be eighteen pen five. Oh, wait, Righteous That's Fury, right? right? Do I get to re-roll that 10? Yeah, you re-roll it. And keep going. So another four, so that'll be 22? Uh, yeah, you swing straight, just straight down the middle. <laughs> just cuts it right in half, like butter. Nice. So he, he comes in, he fucking cuts it in half, turns the power, turns the power field off and like flicks the blade down to the ground and just Starts to walk away. <laughs> Kane will kind of smirk and nod his head a little bit in, in approval. Hang on, I got to get it back. I'm going to go crouch down near one of them. Is there anything we can roll to kind of try to see what the hell is going on with them? Um, Oof. Okay. <laughs> that would be a good question if you have any of those skills. Uh, For, forbidden lore Xenos or I have scholastic lore stuff. I actually have that. Xenos isn't going to cover it. It would be more warp. Or if you had some sort of, maybe some of the religious stuff that deals with warp would do more of that. Scholastical, maybe? So for Scholastic Lore, I have an archaic legend and a cult, but I think that's more... Uh, A cult might... A cult theoretically would get close. So I would give you a cult on that one. Okay, and that's against intelligence. Ten out of nice. forty-five. Oh, fucking 
we can't do basic functions, but we're good in combat. Yeah, well, you, know, you, you like fucking hit everything with like, oh, I rolled a zero on eight checks, and I just happened to dodge, and that's the only way they survive. <laughs> um, it's not exactly what you would. Um, not exactly what you're familiar with, um, as far as the occult. Some of the worshippers of uh, kind of warp demons or chaos factions, but it does seem to be um, some sort of warp taint that has. Uh, <laughs> yep, warp taint, <laughs> and uh, that has mutated them um, into. Uh, they're not even, I mean, they're humanoid, but they're not really humans. They definitely have different morphology. Um, you haven't seen any direct rituals that would do this per se. Um, but it does look like there's some sort of warp influence. Likely the fact that they are all similar indicates that it's not random mutation. Okay. So I'm going to look over to... Finari and just say, sir, it looks like whatever artifact we're looking for may have played a bit of a part in what we're seeing right now. Warp, yeah. like a warp taint. So he stops, kind of like, you know, half turns back. Uh, well, this this is <laughs> this is going to be maybe a little bit more difficult than we thought. Jarnan, would you agree with that assessment? Would, uh, does the Emperor provide you with any knowledge for, uh, you know, warp tainted beings? Um, can I do like a forbidden lore heresy check to see if I have any knowledge of anything that would have done something like this exactly the same thing to three to four individuals yeah I mean heresy would give you at least additional knowledge maybe on from a cult yeah like specific warp worshippers and such uh, 30 out of 40. Uh, you, again, the specific transformation, um, you haven't necessarily seen, uh, but in the past, uh, worshippers of chaos have been known to direct warp energies to create sort of armies of thralls, essentially, to uh, serve them uh, and act as, you know, either protectors or armies or general chaos sowers. Um, so it's not, it's not exact. I mean, you haven't directly seen that particular, this particular effect, um, but it is consistent with a number of heretical cults who have uh, tried to seek warp energies uh, to increase their power. Also, you're pretty sure anyone able to do this or anyone if it's a person that did it using some sort of rituals they are almost certainly corrupted as fuck and likely no longer you know purely human so they likely will have you know powers that make them quite formidable it would take someone of a, a, a decent amount of power to do this in that sort of way. All right. Uh, I'm going to kind of grab two of the bodies and drag them over to the third while I'm kind of explaining that some kind it was possibly either an ancient artifact or 
a very powerful person who could possibly be trying to build up an army or a guard of powerful beings to protect himself. And he was the one who kind of transformed these people, possibly. Never seen this exact transformation before, but it's possible that that's what we're seeing here. And we might be running into more of these on the ship. Uh, with that being said, and I'm just going to light up my flamethrower and just burn all three of the bodies to a crisp. Uh, we shouldn't take any chances that they'll come back. Oh, I want to say something witty, but nothing comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Something, something to the effect of, well, you know, they, they can't run away from you now or something like that. Uh, yes, that was very witty. And I replaced the canister on my flamethrower. Edit it in and post. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't leave it. And he kind of like walks away and he's like, fuck, like he's snapping his fingers. Like, man, I come up with something better than that. You know how like 15 seconds after the time has already passed, you think of the perfect thing to say? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And he's like, fuck, it's too late. No, I can't say now. When you get like halfway down the hall, he's going to turn around and be like, yeah, perfect comeback. <laughs> I'm good. So I'm so, going to look. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was going to look at Jarnan and just say, you know, kind of sheepishly. So obviously this was done intentionally. So it's not like if we go find the artifact, this is, this is what we're going to turn into if we carry it around. Right. Right. From my experience that all four of them turning into the exact same creature, it probably wasn't accidental. So we should be safe or at least I will be. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are somewhat immune to that. I guess it wouldn't. It does make you entirely immune, I guess, to the warp. If that is what tainted them, specific, like, yeah, you're immune to demonic effect. But something, if it's not a demon, something could have corrupted a person. So yeah, yeah, but they don't know that. That's right. <laughs> You'd be somewhat protected, and the God Emperor likes you the most. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there is that. Um, so, so he does turn around. He doesn't make the. He doesn't make the. the you know the the witticism. But he turns around. And he goes, "All right, well, this this sounds like Harstack's doing. I mean, as crazy as he uh, appeared to be or sounded to be, um, crazy bastard might have crashed the ship on the planet to create a nest of these." creatures in preparation for someone to come to look for them. So uh, should definitely be on our guard and uh, you might want to check the flow on that uh, on that flamethrower there. Uh, I got to look at the flamethrower and like the tip of it's kind of like glowing red from just continuously flaming and I'm going to push it against the forearm of my left arm and I go I failed the god emperor again. I'm just going to kind of like slowly walk away. As like there's like little piece of like smoke coming from my arm. Most <laughs> definitely giving giving uh, my captain that like big eyes, slow turn of the head, nod the head, looking at him like what the fuck? Yeah, he brings his like he brings his hand up like he's gonna say something, and then he's like, mm, and he just puts his hand there. He's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, and you can actually see like where I hit. There's those types of marks like over his entire arm. <laughs> so as he turns around to walk away, he just he you know he catches Kane's look and he's just like shakes his head like. Mm. 
Leading by example. So I pour out a flask of Amasek and take a drink and then pass it to the captain. Oh, excellent. Uh, so he'll, he'll ask, like, you know, what's the vintage? Like, is this good stuff? Yeah, not really. Don't drink too much of it. Ah, well, <laughs> I guess it's better than nothing, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Takes a chug, passes it over to Kane. I'll, uh, he just kind of looks at you, like, kind of squints a little bit, and then shakes his head and is like, good. Yeah, he takes another drink, passes it back to Emma's. I would go give some to Jarnan, but I think he's lost in his thoughts for the moment. So I'll put it back in my, I'll put it, I'll put it back in storage. Yeah, you'd probably be right. <laughs> All right, we will uh, continue. So, I, so Captain turns to Jarnan and uh, says, uh, "You were uh, leading our intrepid band, so uh, if you would like to take the lead and uh, let's continue on our way." Good to go. And you said there was another door like on the opposite side of this room correct yeah all right i'm gonna walk towards that because i figure we haven't really seen much of these creatures from where we came from so if they were here then maybe they came from the other direction and head that way figuring the more we see them the more we'll kind of find our stack okay yeah so heading that way uh to the, uh, the door opposite from where you came in um leads into you know kind of a larger set of hallways um that you definitely uh you're starting to recognize it's a little less retrofitted in those areas I mean, it's more standardized you guys would uh at that point i feel like kane would probably recognize pretty much how you'd get to a bridge from there just because once you get to a certain point there's not a lot of changes you're going to do to modify those parts of the hall mm. um at least the hall itself the physical infrastructure. You uh, give me awareness checks. Oh, fuck yeah. Zero five. Uh, perception. So I had a 32. Okay. 36 out of 35. Jarnan is totally lost in his own thoughts and got a 90 out of 40. <laughs> <laughs> Kane got a 48 out of 35. All right. Uh, Venari, uh, you're walking through, you're making sure you're, you're kind of more hyper aware. You got that real battle. You got zone in on, on the battle from the last. Um, you can hear movement down various corridors. The question is, are you going specifically toward when you hear sounds, are you trying to avoid confrontations with them? Um, so I don't want things behind us necessarily. Right. Although I think as we get closer, as it gets more congested, if we fight one thing, we're going to fight multiple things as they'll be drawn to sound. So as I hear it, I kind of like, I wave my hand down for them to stop and then I move in close and I'm like, we've got, you know, multiple contacts. Uh, I hear Sounds down, you know, some of these various halls here. How do you want to proceed? And it'll look pointedly at Kane. Well, I think uh, there's really no way to go around him. So as long as we can get the jump on him, I think that's the uh, that's the best thing. All right. So do you want to detour down each one of these hallways and neutralize the threat then? 
It'll know. be I mean, easier. We... Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking, do we really... I mean, on one hand, I want to kill as much shit as possible. <laughs> but on the yeah. other hand, I don't want to... I don't want to pick a fight with every single thing if it's not in our direct line. But we're we're not stealthy at all. Um, we're not. Well, I mean, a couple of us are, but not yeah. enough. Party <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, question is also uh, stealth matters, but if you hear them coming, theoretically, you might. You might be able to work your way more around them since, I mean, the captain made a very good role. So you can hear, you can pinpoint pretty well where you're hearing movement. So it's up to you whether you want to try to get around them without necessarily having to move silently, but potentially just not provoking. It's up to, it's it's totally your, your guys call on that one. My worry is that I don't want to divert from our path too much. Like, I don't want to take a huge detour around because we don't know the ship. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried that we might get lost. So if they're in our way, then I say we we take them out. But if they're, like, in a room off to the side or something like that, if they're not going to be in front of us, then I don't think that we should necessarily go after them. All right. He looks at Jarnan. I agree. We could actually even just seal doorways if we're nervous mm. that they'll drop in behind us. He looks a little surprised that you would not want to burn everything with the loving light of the emperor. Uh, <laughs> and he just, he kind of like raises one eyebrow rock style. And he's like, okay, Emmis, you agree? I agree. Forward then. Okay. So you're going un. You're not looking for trouble per se, right? You're you're right. going. We're not kicking down any doors. Okay. We're not pick a fight. All right. Um, Other Munchkin reference. You're heading uh, toward the uh, the bridge. Um, takes you a little longer than you would like. Trying to obviously get around, uh, proceeding fairly directly, but you know, kind of staggering your time uh, in order to not directly provoke fights. Um, It takes you a few, you know, maybe half an hour or more um, in order to uh, maybe an hour even because you're taking your time and eventually make your way toward what you recognize uh, to breed, to be the, the door to the bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to presume you go in immediately. Uh, so it's up to you yeah, how you uh, how you want to proceed from there. Uh, presumably, the door is closed. It is. Um, is it feasible to make a, an awareness check to hear things behind, uh, like a sealed door, like that? You could do. Uh, yeah, that would be a scrutiny check, though. Yeah. I do not have that. Well, I get it. The way these dice are rolling, I'll do it. No, 64. I do not. You don't hear anything. You're like, "Uh, I don't know. It's muffled. Are there any um, 
any signs of a skirmish or a struggle or anything like that on this side of the door? Like, do we see any, like, maybe claw marks or blood or anything like that? Uh, no, not other than, I mean, clearly there were bodies along the way of crew that were killed in the crash, um, mm-hmm. from impact and things like that. Um, but yeah, they don't, there's no sense of a struggle. Okay. I mean, we're here. This is our objective. Yeah. I mean, if, any, if, if it doesn't look too much out of the ordinary I and mean, we don't necessarily suspect that there's anything on the other side that we haven't already dealt with. Just tar stack in his, in his artifact. Well, all right. Kane is going to pull out Janet, his hell gun. So I'm going to sheath the sword and the pistol. And I think that the hell gun might be a little bit more useful in this situation. All right, gentlemen. I, uh, I think we go in like we own the place. Rock and roll. All right. Open the doors, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess I'll grab one side and have Kane grab the other, and we'll pull them well, up maybe, and push them open. We'll maybe have Kane stand in front of the door with the hell gun and maybe someone else help open the door. Have yeah, Jordan and Kane standing there in case something... You know, cause they I have, like that. Yeah. So I'll help pull the door open then. All right. All right. Uh, you open the doors. You see the large bridge, uh, still the eerie kind of red uh, emergency lights. Um, you do see, uh, I mean, it's like wrecked, obviously. There's bodies everywhere, although there seems to be a large hulking humanoid uh, facing away from you in the uh, captain's chair. Um, at the side of uh, the entity uh, are two monstrous-looking sort of dogs, but they also look like giant lizard dogs. Think of like a part dog, part dragon. Um, sitting at, on either side, um, as you open the doors, you hear it's very low um, ominous voice who comes to disturb my mission this podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network for more gaming related content please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com Do we do we want to like drop Iris down on that, or what do you want to do? It's midnight yeah, for you guys. I think, can, I think we can drop on a on a cliffhanger. Nice. We're Walking Dead style it, and all the all the listeners <laughs> they lost all their viewers. <laughs> no, I, I have I I kind of have things to say, but I, I think that's a good way to end. Yeah, I think that's a good one. All right, cool. <laughs> Right, this is going to suck so much. <laughs> kind of worried on this one because I have no oh idea. I, I've not actually used these types of statistics in a game before, so I'm I'm nervous that it might do it just a TPK immediately, but we'll see. it'll be a challenge. Does anybody have Medicaid? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
not going to help. No, it, I, have a, I, have not, not awful. I mean, it's four of you, so there's that. And, you know, you've got some pretty good stats. Well, uh, obviously might... he wants to talk, so, I mean, I'm sure this will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, you guys. In all my games, people tend to be, like, just completely fuck over the fight and are, like, somehow convinced, like, the unnaturally evil person be like, nah, yeah, let's just give up. Let's just chat. I'm good. Well, so, I, maybe I'll so get a I, puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think we'll start by, I mean, obviously I'm going to respond, but I don't, I don't think that we convince Jarnan ever for them not to leave right. the bridge. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is graveyard here. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. It would be very, Difficult. I don't know if there's a mechanic for that. <laughs> well, I have Kane for very that. difficult for Jordan to be like, yeah, let's just leave him be. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think insane you cut him. I'll, I'll cauterize his wounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It was fun. It was a fun session. Thanks for rubbing. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I always like. Balance. So yeah, we had a lot of non-exploration stuff. I had some other stuff in there, but it really depended on what you guys did. I didn't want to force things in, mm-hmm. so I had some fun alternate, fun time creatures to throw in. Mm-hmm. That I was like, "Ooh, go in the cargo hold. Go in the cargo hold." Because <laughs> uh, I had a really fun one for the cargo hold, but yeah, well, we still got to get back out. So save that for yeah. later. Yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah, it was, it was uh, also that's you know the cargo holds where you hold all the good stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say go <laughs> do some looting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you to, yeah, if you're trying to steal shit, then uh, right. yeah, we are one is cargo, you are pirate. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's some fun other stuff that I'm like, ooh, this is a fun thing to throw in. Um, so there's mm-hmm. some more fun adversaries that I've pulled out of various books that I think are that make for a different style of fight than. These were a little better than mooks because if they would have hit you, it would have been real bad. Because mm-hmm. um, they were like 1d10 plus 5 plus 10 something. So you'd be in some amount of trouble <laughs> when they Never hit, mind. hit a bunch. Then you'd be like, oh, fuck, this hurts. Um, I mean, I have toughness 4 and 5 armor, but that would be... You'd be taking a couple yeah. points every turn. You get a lot of wounds to play with, so it's kind of one of those yeah. games where, like, if you start getting hit multiple times, things turn south real fast. Um, well, you have fate. You have fate points that you can spend to remove yeah. five points of damage, like That's that. Good. And then you can, so like, if you fail a dodge, you can reroll with a fate point. Yeah. Or I mean, you luckily, can. Luckily, my dodge is insane. Well, it's good. Yeah. So. And then you can burn a fate like so. Like if you do get like killed, killed, you can burn a fate point that you'll never get back to keep your character alive. Mm-hmm. But that could only be like one of us, because if it was like two or three of us, it'd be really hard to get back out of the ship with your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love the burn a permanent fate point to just not die yeah. at all. Interesting. Um, is a fun one. I've had people have to use that though, so. There's that. Well, and so let me ask you this. I think at the end of a session, so like today's session's over, 
your fate points are supposed to be recharged, but we're in the middle of a mission. So I would assume yeah. that you're not going to recharge those fate points, even though Correct. our session is over. Correct. Okay. I we don't run, it. like, yeah, I tend to run, I don't know, I feel like I always run non-traditional games where it's not just, like, we talk for five seconds, fight, 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 talk for another five seconds, fight, 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 fight. fight. Okay, now get all your fate points back. We tend to do more RP than yeah. straight fighting. So I tend to go based on mission or yeah, like yeah. time that you recuperate. So like, even if you're like middle of a mission, right? Like let's say you found this and we had a bunch of shit that leads you to not finding the thing. Right. If you're like, well, we go back to footfall to figure out what we're doing. Then you would recover again. Right. Cause mm-hmm. we get like a rest. Yeah. Essentially like anytime, um, and I didn't, I did look, you can actually remove insanity points using a hundred experience. So hmm. huh. that's no fun though. <laughs> well, no one should do any of that until you're near having a mental right. illness. Yeah. Like it's not worth it. Just take the hit. Cause I mean, eventually that's kind of how the game mechanically is set up. If you played like unless you fudged it a ton and I just never had you roll anything. I had you roll more than I normally would, but you know, I like to, I want to throw some of that mechanic in, but nearly every rogue trader is either corrupted or goes insane. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's literally part of the insanity path is your character is permanently (laughs) sane and retires. Like you just go crazy and fucking run off somewhere or die or whatever. So it's kind of like the mechanic. <laughs> it's a Cthulhu in space. <laughs> yeah. Except you, you you get a lot more fucking points, right? I mean, you can really yeah. go crazy. But eventually, if you're a rogue trader crew long enough, you, you're going to get fucking crazy. That's just the way it is. I just um, hope to God that on the fear game on Sunday, we don't have to make any sort of a sanity check. Cause this is three games in a row that I've just fucking completely botched all those rolls. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Oh no, you're definitely going to make a sanity check. <laughs> what are you up to? You get even you up to nine insanity already. Uh, I, th- no, I think I'm up to seven. Cause then the oh, last thing right. I took you, was damage. You succeeded the first one. Yeah. I'm, oh no, I am up to eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, you're up to oh, so, so you did yeah. fail this. Yeah, you did uh, fail both of them. Yep. My bad. That's right, because you failed it. Like ultra. you thought it was like. Maybe I shouldn't have uh, given out that many right away. No, you totally should have. That no, was it's fine. Hey, it, it plays right to my right to my aesthetic these days. <laughs> and I'm not. I don't. Oh, here we go. Never mind. Uh, let me double check this real quick. Uh, we're going to say, I'll give you 200 XP. Yay. Nice. We had 500 from last time, wasn't that? 700 from last time. 700. Okay. I already yeah. spent all but 50 of it. So. down a tiny bit, little bit, but mostly because, you know, you'd probably be doing more. Well, because we did a couple sessions before before you gave us the yeah XP, yeah, yeah. two sessions worth for like a four hour session it should be about five hundred XP so mm-hmm. that's about right um, plus the next one will be significantly cooler and probably a lot more XP because you'll feel more badass okay. if we don't die if you don't yeah. die. <laughs> so that's more XP for the rest ooh, of us you don't wanna, 
When can you start? Also, to get by the way, way, if you want a really handy reference for all of the talents, which is also good because it's ones that are more than just in the main book, I think. Uh, no, it's not. I thought it had all the books. Um, the Chronicles of Solos, S-O-L-O-S-S, on in Obsidian Portal, has a list of every one of them that you can just search, and it tells you which page in the Rogue Trader book it's described. That's helpful. Cool. It'd be more helpful if it told me what the fuck they were, but that's copyright <laughs> law. How'd you spell cool. that again? S O L O S S. So Chronicles of Solace. Solace. Yeah. Um, they have a talent list with all the page references. I found that helpful cool. a couple times. Mostly because I don't, again, some things are fucking talents and some things are fucking traits and some things are mm-hmm. fucking named something else. And so I'm like, is that a talent? Is that a trait? Is that a skill? Is that a quality? Is that... <laughs> that really helps me eliminate witches. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's the most helpful thing. Because um, some of the stuff I was using, I was like... that. I felt like it should be a trait, but it ended up being a weapon quality. And I was like, what? Hmm. Welcome to Fantasy Flight. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is everything. Yeah, I thought it it was fun. I have fun. Yeah, definitely. You were going to say something before, John. We kept cutting you off. What was that? When uh, can you start taking rank two stuff? After you spend all of your XP to get you to rank two. So if if rank two starts at 8,000, say, you have to spend... Up to seven ninety nine, and then you can start taking rank two. Uh, any idea what the chart is that says? <laughs> uh, it's the beginning part of the book. Maybe page like yeah. fifteen or twenty or something like that. Oh, okay. So yeah, we spend pretty far. I think it's. I think once you hit seven thousand, you hit rank. I think rank two is seven thousand. I don't I remember. Think, I think it's seven. Um, although you might 7,000 rank two. Okay. Yeah. So I have to double, I'd have to double check. I don't know if you have to spend them. You may just have to, you do. Them. Oh, you have to spend them to hit it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, I guess you could save up for something. You need prerequisites anyway. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, 7,000, I think it's 10 or 12 or something for the next rank. Um, by the time you're ranked two, once you start making through rank two, you get significantly more proficient at lots of things. So it won't happen where it's like, fuck, no one has scrutiny. Someone will have it by then because you just have to spend experience on something. Um, so. Yeah, because a lot of your rank one stuff is stuff that you get in your character class. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of. Nah. Do you almost have everything have in rank that, one? Quite frankly, I guess it's if you want to do custom shit, because like you get over fifty percent of the shit in the rank one box for your character as part of character creation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's absurd. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I already have all these. What am I buying? Oh wait, the only things that I don't have, <laughs> I have the points to buy. But you, right. there's statistics or uh, characteristic upgrades. That's the other. Mm-hmm. It's always good to spend a couple 
to buy a couple upgrades in rank one, I always feel like it's at least some of the lower level ones aren't that expensive to bump an extra five is pretty good on some of those. So mm, I've already like, taken a few of those. Yeah. yeah like ones are cheap, right? They're like a hundred for the ones that are part of your class. Mm-hmm. So like it's a no brainer to take like, you know, ballistics, right? Cause I think that's like a hundred for you. Right. Um, yeah, I've already taken two in strength, one in agility, and one in ballistics. Yeah. I mean, that helps a lot. So yeah. those are awesome. Um, but yeah, eventually the skills kind of start rounding out. Um, it'll be fun to see where things go because obviously there's like some of the forbidden lore and shit that you could take that doesn't always come into play, but could be very helpful when you when you end up needing them. All right, All right. guys. I'm going to uh, fucking get ready for work in the morning. I hear you. Work. Yeah. Get ready for this fucking podcast to pay me some money. You <laughs> me both. Work anymore. <laughs> you got to get a shout out, man. That shout out on Improv for Humans gave us a hell of a bump. <laughs> Not enough, but it significantly bumped the numbers for this week at least. Yeah, yeah. So if you keep those listeners, it'll be good. Cool. So, we'll see what happens. Good deal. Don't worry. Why don't you hit episode 500? <laughs> in guy, in I, I seven years. I, I, I listen to this, uh, yeah, dude, which is just two guys that like bullshit and talk about dumb shit. Um, they're on episode 550-something or 560-something, but I checked their Patreon Eight thousand dollars a month. Wow! <laughs> Just the two of them. Jesus now, Christ! Yeah, they've been doing it for ten years. Granted, and they just did the Patreon because people were like, "Hey, do a Patreon." <laughs> but eight thousand a month. They have twelve hundred patrons. That's, That's crazy. Insane. That's four thousand like, a month per person. Yeah, and all they do is that's like that's more than what I would make. <laughs> if I got a job, like <laughs> I know, right? Like that's that's like a really good job, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Like that's like real money job. That, yeah, mm-hmm. so just they do two podcasts a week for like an hour and something, and they do they talk about USA snapshot, USA Today snapshots. They talk about fast casual restaurants and make fun of it. They make fun of dumb shit. They went on a rant about Ed Sheeran this time. <laughs> And they're just funny dudes. One of them is Jonathan John Larroquette's son, which is even funny. I think. <laughs> right. um, but he, it has nothing to do with John. I mean, they mention him all the time, but it's like him and this dude, and they do tours now. So they've been doing like live shows. So yeah, fucking eight grand, four fucking grand. That's just crazy. Fucking, like, dick around on the internet twice a week. Jesus. Yeah. For like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then they do whatever else they want. So I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> if I would have kept Nerdbound going, <laughs> I would have probably had enough listeners by now to fucking get a Patreon. Maybe I could just do what, just do that. Oh, I just right. play d now for a living. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Could be Chris Hardwick. Oh, God. I wish I was Chris Hardwick. All I have to do is talk about shows after the shows. <laughs> <laughs> the best fucking job in the world yep. now he has every fucking show he does he has like five shows that are just mm-hmm. him talking about 
shows. That's why I don't understand. Like, how much money does he need if he he has Nerdist, he has all the talking, whatever shows, but then he's now also doing like The Wall, that stupid fucking game show. He's oh, in a shit ton of Comcast commercials now. Like, like, why? Seriously, why is he doing that? Right. I mean, hey, you got to cash in while you can. I guess money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he does at midnight every night. Yep. yep. And he has Talking Dead. Mm-hmm. He had one. He has one after Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. He has another. I think there's another talking something. Yeah, and then there's the wall. And he still does a stand up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he does. Yeah. And he has the nerd. Like, he has motherfuckers. Yeah. Plus, stuff. he also does the, the nerdist podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 This is why we can't get anybody to listen to the damn show, Chris Hardwick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hogging everybody up. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Like, give the rest of us a chance. Right. Throw us a bone, motherfucker. Yes. I can talk about things after things, too. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up before anything else comes out. Shit, I got to fucking edit. Thanks, everybody, for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. Peace.